What's going on guys? Quick little editor's note. We have recently got into some new software. That is right. We are bigger and better than ever. However, <laughs> some complications have come up. So we had to decide whether or not to put it out flawed or hold on to it. And we have decided to take persistence over perfection. Absolutely. And we want to bring you guys the best product possible. So thank you guys so much for sticking with us and we hope you enjoy it. You are at your mother's funeral. What? Mommy? <laughs> Mama! Now, in a strange twist of fate, you see the person of your dreams at this funeral. Okay. Alive or dead? Uh, I don't want to get into specifics here. Now, gotcha. you fall in love instantly, but because of the nature of this scenario, you never get that person's name or number, and they leave without you speaking to them. Okay. The next day, you kill your sister. sister. A relative of mommy. <laughs> now, do you recognize that question, Tyler? I do. Okay. Now, what this is, to all the people who are like, man, these things are getting extremely avant-garde. Mm -hmm. um, that is what is described as a psychopath test. It is. It is. You have to, um, you ask somebody this question, and if they get it right, it's pretty obvious they are a psychopath their brain works in a way that other people's don't normally it's a way of of kind of testing someone to see not what their answer is but more what their their thought process is correct where their state of mind you got to turn to the camera tyler you can't just play on your computer you know this whole time you know what I'm, what's I'm, going on I'm, over there you're my, reading a book my nips are out and i'm feeling a oh. little uh, i'm feeling a little um oh i see i'm feeling a little insecure but you're absolutely right i should i should display these things Body like, like billboards i just thought you were playing solitaire on there i can so, do both things so the the next day you kill your sister we did this one time in our family, and there was one person who got the question right. Do you remember who that was? I do. And 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 just to be clear, not that we've killed our sister before, just that uh, we've asked this question in the I, family I before. Read about, I read about this question, and I looked it up. And uh, or, No, no, no. I read it somewhere, and I posed it to everybody. And one person got it right. And that was my, at the time, maybe seven-year-old son. Mm -hmm. so it was, it was uh, slightly terrifying. What I'm thinking is just because of his age that he just doesn't understand social norms. Please, God. I will tell you this. He no longer sleeps in the house. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you chained him up outside. It was where, hard finding a place with a barn in this economy. Where he belongs. Back to the attic, I say. So the answer is you meet the man of your dreams or the woman of your dreams at your mother's funeral. Okay. Man, talk about two birds. You lose. You're not. No. You never get their information, so you kill your sister. The reason why. Three birds. Is to create another funeral where that person will then be back around you. You will get what you want. A trait of a psychopath is to see people around him as tools and totally disposable to get what they want. That, that makes complete sense. Absolutely. So with that in mind, Tyler, mm -hmm. I have this right here. And okay, two pieces of paper. Two pieces of paper, not mm. two birds. This is, and I, let me just tell you guys something. I don't believe in any of this stuff. I just think it's kind of fun. 
Okay. I don't think it really tells you much of anything, but what this is, it is a psychopath checklist and there's a scoring that you put on this and then you're supposed to get your answer at the end. I already love where this is going. I would like for us to take this test and then come back and uh, at the end of the show, tell everybody what we get. What do you think? I love the sound of that. Let's do it. Okay, we are back, Tyler. We are back. That was, I mean, man, I was nervous. I couldn't find my number two pencil. There was a lot going on. I was peeing in a cup, Tyler. It's been a while since I've taken a test. Yeah, I don't like tests, and that whole peeing in the cup thing is just something that you do. I, I like to keep it. I like to keep it. What's the guy What's the guy from? H- Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Famous for keeping his pee, Tyler. Is and it- his fingernail clippings, that's unfortunate for you, Mr. Hughes. Isn't that great? Great that you just knew exactly what I was thinking. Who else do you go to there? Who else do you go to? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so just to explain this test to you guys very quickly, there's a scoring system zero to two, and it asks you certain characteristics that are common in a psychopath, glib and superficial charm. Now, if you think you have a lot of that, you would give it a two. If you don't think you have very much of that, you would give it a zero. And there's 20 different things. We, You know what? I will tell you, I did it in two different ways. I did it the way that I used to be and the way that I am now, because I, I, those are kind of two different people. I was going to say, that's where I was getting a little confused. I didn't know who I was answering on behalf of. Well, I think now is good. Uh, okay. Well, I have a little mixture of a and a little mixture of B previous Tyler and now. Tyler. Okay, cool. And I did two separate tests just to let everybody out there know I used to be a real bastard. I used to be a real bleep hole, like a cheater and a liar and a manipulator. And well, we'll find out together at the end of the day. Okay. Was. It's how, oh, don't do that. No, no, I'm kidding. Thank okay. you. He, he's actually made a lot of progress. I know. I understand. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a visual. This is not a visual meeting. Well, that medium, is. But to the people in the camera that I'm talking to you right now. Put your hands down. You look like a monkey in a cage. I get it. I get it. You look at this face and you think, what a piece of garbage. I get it. Why? I get it. But he really has made some serious strides over the last, you know, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. I couldn't go down. That's the, that's the issue. I've lost, I've, you know, I've broken up a lot of relationships because I couldn't go down. Tyler, my name is sloppy poppy. And my name is Tyler fire. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that can jump higher than you. To my left, the man who explained the word many to me, and it meant a lot, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? I am doing all right, although I hope that as you are claiming our ticket to fame being that we can jump higher than people, I just hope that you're the one jumping. I am not saying that's our ticket to fame. I'm just saying that we can. Bring it on, bitch. That side. That side. On today's show, we find our demographic, baby. And later on today's show, GBI, y'all. GBI, I am so excited, man. These weeks are just flying by, Tyler. Do you know why I get so excited when I get to see when I get to say GBI? Simply because it's the only time in my life when I feel it's appropriate to say y'all. Y'all? You think so? It's a lot of fun. 
I thought it was because in your mind it kind of sounded like great big erection because you're a terrible speller. What? You understand what I'm saying. I do love the GBI. I love the music. I love the stories. I love the sights, the sounds. And what I will tell you is today, because we're doing peril and GBI, mm-hmm. I'm worried that we're going to have the same story because you and I, uh, we take in a lot of the same information from the same sources. I'm worried we're going to have the one in particular. I'm worried we're going to have the same story. It's very possible. It is very possible. However, there is a silver lining. Yeah, I get to go first, so I'm going to get to do it. That's also very true. <laughs> There's a second silver line. I'm wearing a diaper, so I don't have to get up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that, that's it. Let's go. What let's, holds let's in all this on. stuff is a silver lining. Tyler, what's a silver lining? No, no fuck your silver lining. I listened to that last I, one, I, and I'm a bully. I, I don't want this. I am going to strangle you with the silver lining. Just continue with the show. I could take you. On this show, Tyler, we have an ongoing collection of ways that you and I are humbled by the universe. Sure. <laughs> We're going to do this again, Tyler. I'm, I'm sticking to this platform. We're learning how to not take ourselves so seriously. I think that's a big part. I don't know what that face means. What I take myself mean? very seriously. I'm, I a very, I'm a very serious individual. People take me seriously. I'm an important man. I've noticed. I've read that on your business card, which is very weird. Um, I just want to give a quick story of me just being an idiot and me realizing that my perspective uh, is very often wrong. Okay. In every single way possible. I talk a lot on this show about the neighborhood because we're all quarantined. Everybody at home understands what that is. You and I living in the Menendez mansion, which little sidebar, if you're interested in the Menendez mansion, Tyler and I have started a video series on Instagram. Those guys underscore you hate. You can come walk through. You look at this place. It looks like a circus. This is just the tip of the iceberg, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're here in this house together. Luckily, we started this right you know, living in the same house right when all this shit happened. Everybody's stuck apart. We're stuck together. Yes. Yes. Damn, am I so jealous of all those people. Oh, my God. They stuck look so, apart. They uh, look so happy. Just free. They just really so free. They're doing Zoom calls with each other. Those and bastards. You can't smell each other. So I talk a lot about the people in this neighborhood because you and I live very much in Miami. And the people here are Florida people. By definition, they're literally Florida men. Yeah, yeah. And it's Florida women. Well, something that a lot of people don't know about Florida men is that it's not gendered. It's Florida women can actually be just Florida men. Absolutely. We got the hombres. We got the mujeres. So I talk a lot about it. And there are people who have a big part of my life right now. So I went down to the park, which I do here. It's an oval track where I run and I do pull-ups and I do, you know, all these different little things where I stop. We get it. You're fit. We get it. You're so, um, so I see this lady and she's being her driver. Okay. A weird thing to do, I guess, just in general, let it be itself. Like your pubic hair, just let it go. I don't think either of those things, that's how you're supposed to I mean, it's like, approach you're, them. I, like you're sitting on somebody's shoulders, Tyler. Let that thing get, just let it, let it be itself. Have sideburns going down your thighs. So would that be like mutton chops if they're sitting yeah. on somebody's shoulders? <laughs> Depending yeah. upon where you're from. Now, I see this woman and she's sweeping her driveway. Not mm. a weird occurrence, even though I say let let us all be free. So I'm running and I stop to do dips or whatever it is. I look over at her. <laughs> we got it. You do dips. She's sweeping somebody else's driveway. Uh, okay, that is weird. I mean, thinking, if, you're, if you're sweeping multiple driveways, you're that's weird. You're a, you're a weirdo, rogue sweeper, yeah, rogue sweeper. So 
I start putting this whole joke together because my whole life is filtered through this show. So I start planning out the joke, how that the neighborhood is cursed. It's buried on an ancient Indian burial ground. Can we still say ancient Indian burial ground? We are now. Uh, ancient Native American ground. All this and more was coming to you in perfectly worded bite-sized chunks, Tyler. Yes. I then realized I was running in an oval and I was just looking at her from different positions on different machine, like uh, different areas of the park. And I was so embarrassed in my own head, I wanted to crawl home. Well, that would have uh, easily looked just as weird as a woman sweeping multiple uh, driveways. I asked her to cover me. So what you're saying is, is that just because of the position of your body being in different locations around the park... The, when you looked at her, your brain told you she's in a different driveway. She was all the way down there now. I'm like, what the hell is she doing down there? She used to be right here. And really what it is, mm -hmm. actually, the genesis of all of this is I think I'm going to start speaking in parables. I think I'm going to start speaking in parables. Here's the thing. You think that your perspective is right and you think that other people are crazy. Maybe you're the one whose perspective is messed up. Cult leaders speak in parables, Tyler. Jesus, you heard of them? Not calling it a cult, just saying. You said cult leader and then immediately followed that up with, have you heard of Jesus? Well, you could have said Jim Jones. You could have said uh, Buddha. You all know that was a crazy cult over there, those Buddhists. <laughs> They're still at the airport, those guys. Tyler, let me. can I give you one more of these psychopath tests? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. You are a murderer. Okay, and deal. Like, and like many psychopaths, well, you're not no deal. You you hate violence. Yeah, that's true. And blood is very icky. Yeah. Oh, I would do. I would love to be a murderer, but I mean, the I, blood really seems like a big part of it, and I, I just don't want to. I love it. to wear white. I just think it makes my cheekbones pop. So become a lab scientist. You get to wear the lab coat. No deal. <laughs> so you're you're a murderer, and like many psychopaths, mm -hmm. you are impulsive. Yes. Okay. So you you impulsively kill somebody in the middle of a building. And now the only way for you to get rid of the body is to put it inside of a glass elevator. Not the best, but you weren't thinking. That's what impulses are. Gotcha. Instead of immediately fleeing the scene, you stand outside of the elevator and stare in for a considerably long time. Why? Uh, you're waiting to react with the rest of the crowd. That is exactly right. Hmm. A psychopath would know, hey, I can't flee the scene. It's going to make me look uh, guilty mm -hmm. and psychopaths are perfect at doing and sensing what they need to do to fit in. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And you figured it out immediately, Tyler. I did. Did I figure it out or did I just know? <laughs> we need to get a partition in here. <laughs> Depression index. What the depression index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? I am doing okay. I'm still where I was last episode, where I am in the middle of positive physical changes in my life. You know, I woke up today and went oh, for a walk around the neighborhood. Waking up is always good. Oh, did you go out for a walk today? That's I went awesome. out for a walk. That's awesome, man. I've been meditating every morning. Great. And uh, and I'm still miserable. So I am a poster child for uh, why meditation isn't real. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I can't believe I finally, after all this time, tricked you into trying it. You idiot. That, this five years have been so worth it. 
So, Ryan, I ask, why is there caution tape over your depression index machine? Why am I not allowed to turn the uh, the, the the crank? What I'm trying to figure out now is with this video, and we have to put some thought into it, we can't show people what the depression index oh, is, man. That's right. We can't show that's it to right. them because of all sorts of libel, and we'd be sued, and I'm sure. I mean, it eats children. We all know that it eats children. Yeah, that's true, and I think a video of children being eaten by this machine would cause us some issues. Yeah, because I may want to run for office one day, so... Office of what? Office of eating children, Tyler. <laughs> He's got my vote. <laughs> um, so just let him know where you're at, and we're going to figure out these technical difficulties. Uh, so I am at a six. Yay, my fingers are free! You're cranking it double time next week, Tyler, because I hate to see you happy. I'll probably be at a 12 anyway, Yay! so it's all right. <laughs> all right, my turn. Dude, you want instant change. Make decisions when you feel good. Dude, you want instant change. Follow through on said decisions when you feel bad and you are on your way. We support you, you disgusting pieces of shit. No one will ever love you the way that we love you. Yeah. Get your ass back in here. Yeah, I actually didn't want You're to. You're our property. I didn't want to agree with that, but it's true. Nobody will ever love you the way that we are able to love you. I mean, inner beauty is the most important thing, and we're the only ones who would ever be able to Rosetta Stone that crazy shit that is inside of you. Get your ass back in here and stop being so dramatic. We're the only ones that can save you. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, send your banking information to us on those guys underscore you hated Instagram. Ryan, too far. Too far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> too far. You too know far. what? That's the thing. I always try to push the relationship ahead of where it's supposed to be at mm -hmm. that scheduled time. You got to dip a toe in. That's dip my a toe. Fault. That's my... I'm learning. I, listen, you don't build a cult overnight Tyler you got to romanticize the audience you got to you got to bring them in you got to you got to cuddle with them and smooch them and tell them everything's going to be all right now listen if you're not in our cult it's okay we understand and we'll kill your family mm -hmm. um can we get in trouble for telling just an an, an arbitrary person that we're going to kill their family uh, oh. I think it's okay as long as we say that we're kidding at the end of it so we're going to kill your family just kidding so, yeah, I think we're all covered now. Now, I don't know how this works because I'm an old person, but this is a spoiler alert of a spoiler alert, which is next week. Spoiler alert theater. I am going to be giving a review of Zima Blue next week, Tyler. Ooh. And here's the deal. And uh, I mean, I've said so many douchey things on this episode. Here's another one. I think I figured it out. I think that I have figured out what Zima Blue is trying to say. Uh, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing your reasoning behind it. So what Zima Blue is, it's one episode of what's the Love, Death and Robots, which is on Netflix. And I mean, since you just brought it up uh, uh, randomly, I, I would this is a show that I would recommend to everybody. Me too. Yeah. I, one of the few shows where you and I both love it. I'm not a TV guy, mm -hmm. but this the moment I saw it, I knew it's every episode is a different artist and a different creator. And they're, this one's 15 minutes. Go check it out because I'm going to be talking about it next week. Yes. I think there's like 12 episodes. Every single episode is animated, but some of the animation looks almost totally realistic. Yeah. And some of and one of them is like a really crappy cartoon on purpose, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's, it's a wide range of stories. And if you like this show, first of all, go get tested. Uh, For everything. Just everything. <laughs> yeah. See if you're on the curve. Um, and also that you obviously like art, you like create, cause this thing is just a whimsical kind of trying to think of stuff, uh, be create. I like to think of it as being creative. 
that show is so creative because you have so many different artists coming together to create. It's just incredible. I love that. Absolutely. It's something that I, the way that I reference it to everybody is that if you're a fan of Black Mirror, it is Black Mirror just animated uh, and it's fantastic. I love it. I love it. Okay, Tyler, let's for the second time try out my new segment, which is called Peril. Everybody, welcome back to the second game of Peril. I'm excited. And the way that this one works, and this is a game that I made up all by myself. Nobody helped me. Nobody's ever done it like this before. For sure. I am going to give you the answer to, well, first I'm going to give you these three categories, Tyler. You're going to choose which one feels oh so right pressed up against you. Okay. Then what we're going to do is you're going to choose the category which you like the best. Last week, you started with the strategy of going with the one that you thought you'd do the worst on first. I respected that strategy upon listening back to it. Well, thank you. So then I'm going to give you the answer, and then you have to respond with the question. Okay. Uh, once again, a game that has never been played before and will probably never be played again. I mean, I certainly have never heard of it. Fuck you, Merv Griffin. Jesus. All right, Tyler, are you ready for the categories? Poor Mr. Griffin. Yeah, go right ahead. Peter Griffin. All right, Tyler, this week on Peril, my little green wiener. Google this, in quotation marks, plus a magic trick, and I hate you more than koalas. Tyler, what do you got? Wow, I'm going to go with uh, I hate you more than koalas. I hate you more than koalas. I got to okay. protect the koala community. All right. And, you, and here's the thing that's so crazy about this. Tyler, you know I hate a koala. You do. I hate a koala. You the do. Lung cancer of the animal kingdom. Is it because whenever you look at them, they remind you of your chlamydia? Real rampant, that chlamydia and the koala. Honestly, uh, the chlamydia has gotten to me so deeply that I can hear them actually talking bleep. I think it's affecting my mind. Wow, you're becoming one. Look at old eucalyptus dick over here. Tyler... This mother bleeper is out there living my dream. Okay. That's the, that is the answer. Oh. What is the question? Oh, wow. This, this mother bleeper is out there living my dream, Tyler. Oh, my goodness. Uh, who is out there living your dream? I'm going to say Justin Timberlake. Oh, I'm so sorry, Tyler. I mean, that's actually not a terrible. I do love a Jessica Beale, especially, and I want to make sure I don't cross any lines here, especially a seventh heaven Jessica Beale. I loved a because Je I we're roughly the same age. Not now. I don't love it now. Now gross. Why would that be crossing a line? Uh, because I don't want to go into any sort of objectifying women like, oh, she's so sexy. I put mean, her head on her body, <laughs> chop off her boobs and put it on her back. So that torso to those <laughs> legs and I'm in. Franken beauty. <laughs> and Tyler, the correct answer, who's out here living my dreams, uh -huh. is Akon, Tyler. Akon is living my dream, the rapper Akon. The last I heard of Akon, he was providing millions of people in Africa with electricity. Good guy, that Akon. Uh, fuck that. I don't care about that Akon. Okay. Th this is the Akon that I was really getting my goat, Tyler. Okay. He is building his own city in his homeland of Senegal. Wow, that's okay? cool. Where it was just awarded a $6 billion construction contract, Tyler. Nice. Do you know what this city is called? 
What? Acon City, Tyler! That is cool. A $6 billion. It's going to be a cryptocurrency futuristic based city. This motherfucker is building Wakanda, Tyler. Look well, at this. That's a... You're very bad with iPads. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but that's just a, that's just a art for, for like cover art for a, for a band album. It doesn't mean it's actually going to look like that. It is weird that he made it into cover art, isn't it? it but it looks incredible, doesn't it? It looks very futuristic. I mean, the Jetsons have nothing it, on those buildings. It's like you're living in an MC Escher painting. Star Wars. Now, he's also about to release his own cryptocurrency. Okay. Do you know what it's called, Tyler? Acon? Acoin! Oh, that's brilliant. You bastard. That's brilliant. You bastard. Absolutely brilliant. If I was driving down the street and I saw 10 koalas in one acon. Acoin? <laughs> and you know what? You know how this actually all came to be? Is he took some of his money from, I from Senegal, I believe. I read this very quickly. And he went to a different part of the world. They did not accept his money. This acon seems like a really good dude. I mean, he, he almost sounds like a genius. Every time you hear about him, he's doing some, like, Tony Stark-level stuff, or man. Or he is a true psychopath. Yeah, whatever. Helping a lot of people in the process. Oh, a, a lot of times uh, psychopaths do. Psychopaths are not, aren't just killers. They're CEOs. They're people who really excel in their field because they don't have any of those things pulling them down. Like, I don't know, families. Looking at you, Bezos. <laughs> yeah, he got rid of that ex-wife. It cost him a little bit. Tyler, we have. Yeah, he got rid of one ex-wife and just gained another. Did he? I mean, it may, they may not be married and divorced yet, but come on. It's coming. She's getting it. So, Tyler, what we have left over is my little green wiener and Google this plus a magic trick. Um, I do love magic tricks. Google this plus okay, magic trick. You got to tell me, Tyler. I'm not a smart guy. You got to just straight up tell me. Okay. Here we go, Tyler. Here is the answer. Okay. This person can see inside your head and has devised a game to do so. He's sitting next to you. It's me. Who is it, Tyler? What is the answer to this question? Ryan Menendez. Good for you, Tyler. You got one. You're one and one. Man, we got the rubber game coming up. Nobody go anywhere. So, Tyler, here is the deal. I have written down a certain groupings of numbers, and I will be able to predict which numbers you will pick seemingly out of thin air. Okay. Okay. Now, I will also involve technology to keep you nitwits involved. All right. And this way, everybody can play at home. Okay? Now, Tyler, in your head, pick a three-digit number. And now I'm going to use an old-timey segment that we've done in the past to help out with this. Pick a three-digit number. Okay. Okay, now say it out loud. It seems like cheating for you, but okay. It is 852. 852, you said. Yes. Okay. Okay, 852. All right, now Google this. Tyler, please, you said 852, right? 852. Would you please Google 852 followed by these two words? Okay. New and then cases. You said 852. 852. And then put new cases. Read me the top answer. New cases. The top answer is 
Minnesota deaths up 10 to 852 in COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. Okay, awesome, awesome. Now, now, I know that seems like arbitrary, but like, here, wait, wait, wait. Now, let's try this. Give me one more. Think of one more. Okay, uh, let's do... Another three number grouping. Go ahead. Uh, 304. 304. Now, put in 304. Mm-hmm. Now, put in new cases. Tell me what the first thing you get is. Orange County reports a record high of 304 new cases. What? How about that? Do you want to do it one more time? Or do you think, I? hey, I've got the magic numbers right here. It, it, is it any three digits? Any three numbers. It any, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. <laughs> you can put in anything. Yeah. yeah, I just did this to kind of throw you off for a minute, and it worked. You don't think there's a specific three-digit number that you and I could find uh, uh, that doesn't come up with COVID cases? I will tell you this. I tried out a handful. You just tried out two. They, I haven't. Try one more. How about for the next 20 minutes or so, we just try out all the three-digit combinations? I don't want to do that. Yeah. Hey, audience, sit right there. <laughs> and we're back. We did them all, man. Woo! My goodness. Hey, numbers. There's a lot of you, you know? Hey, numbers. Checkmate, bitches. Knock it off, honestly. You guys get together and decide who's important. And finally, Tyler, you have come face to face with my little green wiener. Oh, the little green wiener is yours. Uh, I'm going to say little green wiener is Harvey Weinstein. Can I can I, can I please finish up my my show here? Oh yeah, go right ahead. All right, Tyler. This quote was directed at a certain Hollywood powerhouse. Okay. He does not have testicles, and it appears like he has a vagina, but he does have a penis. Harvey Weinstein. You got lucky on Yay! that one. Tyler. It looks like he has a vagina, but he does have a penis. Have you read about this? I, I've heard about okay. it. I did not read about it. I heard there were pictures out there or something. Har <sighs> did you see them? No way oh. ever. No way oh. ever. Oh. Harvey Weinstein disgraced face of Hollywood Boys Club of yesteryear. Disgraced penis. Disgraced penis. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on. Why can't you ever hold back? You just you're always I now, just I just want to be liked. He is a convicted rapist, uh, went to trial earlier this year. He was convicted. One of his accusers claims that she thought he was intersex. Do you know what intersex is? I didn't know. Uh, is that when you have both? I think is when you have neither. Or oh, both. Well, you know what? I looked it up. and I'm to I could totally be wrong. I suck at this. How, man. Didn't you write it down? No. OK. No. Uh, and she said that she that he. Looked as though he was missing his testicles, Tyler. Okay. She also wondered if maybe he were a burn victim. Oh, wow. Now, I swear to you that I am not bringing this up to make fun of this man. Now, this is a terrible, terrible man. I have said on this show before, I don't want to pass judgment on anybody on this show. It's just a personal deal. Mm -hmm. If I were to, it would look a lot like this guy. Because he seemed like, a, 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 from all these things on the outside, a terrible, a terrible Unhappy man. I, I know it's unfair to say. It's re it really is an unfair to s unfair thing to say. But yeah, like like if you were to tell me everything that this man has done, and I was to draw a picture for you, it would look exactly like how he looks. 
Yeah, and that and that is and true. it's unfair. It's well, unfair. Well, I would, but know. I'm not just talking about how he looks. I'm talking about his whole like who he seems to be. Well, I'm saying the way that he treated himself. You look at him, and he is just before yeah, that's before, totally he, fair. before he got caught, he was just a ragged looking man. Yeah, just somebody who did not apparently like themselves because somebody who would inflict this kind of thing and we haven't said he was just i mean just a rapist in every sense of the word sexual trafficking Uh, he was a monster deviant he was just a deviant from from what from what does they say i mean i wasn't there when it happened but the, the thing that is interesting to me is how crazy this is that this guy that inflicted all of these terrible things upon people with his penis mm-hmm. then had this happen to him in some sort of cosmic justice. Do you? Th- but but I, I thought it was when I heard about it. I heard that it was unrelated to him raping and pillaging. Almost, I think it's just something that he caught arbitrarily, and I'm wondering if that has to, if that plays into why he did all the things that he did. We can review. He contracted a form of genital gangrene that left him disfigured. So I I, I, be- I believe that that's from. We can review for next week. Uh, I believe that that is from uh, untreated. Um, like like cuts and scabbing. Again, I could totally be wrong about this, which we happens can review. when you're having unbelievable amounts of weird fucking sex, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that's what happened when mine fell off. It was all the weird sex I was having. That's definitely what it was. It wasn't you yeah. shutting in the car door that time. Yeah. So, Tyler, let's take a break here. It certainly didn't help. Let's go upstairs. Let's visit your penis in that jar of formaldehyde. Let's knock on the glass. You tell me to knock it off, but I won't. I haven't seen him in so long. I've been overfeeding it. I am worried about <laughs> I'm worried about it. It looked like he's grown a little it's bit. It's listening to the side, Tyler. So we're gonna be right back. Please. And we're back on the attack. With a quack, I don't fighting words. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not good at this, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at this. Nah. We made it 20 session, 20 Tyler. Hey, we should just shut this thing down. All, don't worry, somebody will do that for us at some point. I'm sure we're committing some sort of verbal crime. Uh, is there a verbal crime? Uh, I mean, threatening somebody is illegal, I believe. And you're arrested by the grammar police. <laughs> Tyler, can I give you another psychopath test? Sure. You are in a very close-knit family with one teenage son, okay? Okay. Every day you walk your son to school, which is weird because he's a teenager. It sounds kind of like a pussy. Unfortunately, other kids see this action and start bullying him for it. Got you, for being walked to school. By by both of his parents, okay? Mm-hmm. Couldn't so, do this without your pen. So he, I, it feels, it just feels right to me. I got you. I don't know. So he comes home, and I bullied you. Uh, speaking of bullies, I bullied you on on an earlier episode. If you want to hold a pen, you can hold a pen too. That's okay. I just, I don't think I'm cool enough for the you pens. Would, you wouldn't make it. If you want to be in the Pen Fifteen Club, I will. W- are you interested? We're losing the audience. So you have this kid and you walk him to school. You guys have a weird kind of close knit group. And and every night he comes home because people are making fun of him Mm -hmm. and they're bullying him. Okay. Slowly you and your spouse begin killing individual children from the school at random. Okay. Why are you doing this? Well, why am I killing children at random? Uh, Maybe to scare off the, here's a hint. Here's a hint. Okay. Think in utilitarian terms. You want to remedy the situation without thinking of consequences for other people. It's all about you. Yeah. How- so, I mean, you you kill off random kids. So, first of all, the other kids will be too scared to pick on your kid. Nobody will know who the murderer is. Right. And also, um, 
That's what all everybody will be talking about. There won't be time for bullying. Everybody will just scared for their lives. It'll all the headlines. Well, it'll be like scream, and then people will be like, "Oh, don't go in there!" Ha ha ha! And then they actually die. Yeah, oh, Drew Barrymore's in there. Oh, be <laughs> she careful. did. Did I remember Drew Barrymore? Yeah, she, she did. Oh no! I, I'm going to tell you that really bleeped me up. That scene, that yeah. scene from Scream. I was a, it was a young boy. Uh, scared the bleep out of me. Never saw it. Here's the answer. You begin killing children because. With a murderer on the loose, other parents would likely start walking their kids to school rather than letting them go alone, mm. thus making your family's behavior completely normal. That actually makes sense. That would take away any reason for anybody to bully your son. So you were kind of right. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing is, I feel like it would be a more direct approach just to kill off the kids who are bullying your son. It would, but then that would directly go back to you. Yeah, that's fair. This is a way of, you know, it, do you remember the aspirin murders? Uh, I think yeah. it was in the 80s. People who were like injecting bottles of aspirin or something like you, that. It was how the, the safety cap, we can review, I'll, I'll go check it out and make sure that I'm right about this. But but do you know why that happened? Mm, some people are sadistic. They wanted to kill one specific person, so they did that, so it spread it out like what we're talking about now. How do you get a specific person by doing that we can review so i make sure that i clean this up exactly the right way they killed that person along with with aspirin the same way mm. along with everybody else to cover their tracks nice like nice where is that partition gonna get here nice. we need it we need it now that's pretty cool stop installing them in liquor stores and get them in here guys. i like it i like it I, that's a they give me some new ideas yeah tyler your comment that you just gave me was not good. It was definitely bad, but it was mildly interesting. Okay. Does that make you feel anything? Does that does that send you to any kind of a place? I think I have something here that will continue along with that particular theme. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for Good, Bad, and the Interesting once again. Wow. Ryan. Yeah. Let us jump into our first story. Ryan, put your phone down. That's rude. And as always, we're going to start with a feel-good story. All right, hit me. On Thursday, the Vatican urged Catholics around the world to disinvest from fossil fuel industries. Wait, say that again? Wait, the, the Catholic Church... The Vatican, the Catholic Church, urged Catholics around the world to disinvest from fossil fuel industries. And, and so they're asking them to pull their money out of the fuel industry. We are killing our planet. Please stop wow. giving these companies money. Is this, is this uh, Pope Francis? Uh, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. He is rocking the boat, huh? My dog. How is this guy still alive, man? Yeah, like, he's got to be pissing some people off. Well, when you're the Pope, it's pretty high-profile kill uh, if I, you want to get to him. I believe it's called De Popola. I, it's a stupid hat. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of secretly want that hat. The calls to uh, disinvest were found in a 225-page manual for church leaders. It was to mark the fifth anniversary of Pope Francis's landmark encyclical <clears throat> Laudato Si. Actually nailed it, I think. Meaning praised be on the need to protect nature, life, and defenseless 
people. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. I love that. Now, having said that, I love that. Ryan, if you will permit me. But this guy likes gay marriage. Nothing he says is real. Yeah, it's true. Yuck. If you permit me, I would like to make a few personal notes about this story. Okay. Will you me. permit me? Of course. Perfect. First. This is your segment, brother. First, kind of ironic that the Catholic Church takes a stand on protecting the defenseless while they churn out pedophiles faster than the now Native American-less Lando Lakes can churn out butter. Uh, wait a minute. That has... The, 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 yes, right. The church doesn't have anything... Well... They, I think that, I don't think it's creating the pedophiles. I think it's moving them around it's like a, a shell, shell like game. A shell game. It's yeah. a shell game, yeah. Ryan. I, I can't. I can't well, more support being that. Churned out, Ryan. I don't think they're making them though. Yeah, they're making them. I, I wonder if that calls to that kind of people. I mean, it has to, right? I mean, do you think there are more pedophiles in that line of work than others? When, it has to when be. you tell a human being you're never allowed to have sex for your entire life, you're basically telling somebody something they can't do, which comes naturally to them. You're setting these people up to be psychopaths. Yeah, well, you imagine if you didn't have that rule on you and you still weren't getting laid. It ain't easy, bro! So you're on the side of the pedophiles is, is the argument you're making. I, I, don't, I don't want to frame it in that, in that sense. <laughs> so just, second, second, if becoming a religious figurehead means getting two hundred and a 225-page homework assignment just because it's the anniversary of some other nerd's homework assignment, count me out. I, I got to tell you, when you were saying that, I, I was thinking... The instruction manual is 225 pages. Hey, let's kill this earth, bro. And that was a that was like an, uh, an anniversary. That hey. was supposed to be like a, a, a happy time. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. I would rather get rid of the earth than read a 225 page manual. I say we destroy the earth and make a bunch of 225 page manuals out of it. Just <laughs> how many how many manuals would that make? Five? A lot. <laughs> Third, my no. final note about this story. I intentionally left out one little detail about this story, right? Okay, hit me. The church also called for Catholics to disinvest in armament industries. If you claim to be any religion and you're investing in objects of war, well, that makes you a bit of a fraud, doesn't it? Uh, it depends upon the way you look at religion. A lot of people think religion is, you know, standing up for yourself and bullying bullies before they bully you. Fraud, Ryan. Fraud. That's, I mean, that's your take on it. I happen to share the same take as you. Good. I really took that good story and made it bad, didn't I? Uh, you don't know what what's good, honestly. Gotcha. Ryan. Yeah. For our bad, which comes from Cleveland.com, we're going to take our trip on over to Ola. Ohio. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah. Please do not make me go to Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Please, and, God. And, and Cleveland. Nobody in the world goes from Miami to Cleveland. Never. It's never happened. And if they did say in this hypothetical situation that they did. Which they won't. They won't. But if they did. Which what, they can't. What do you think the punishment should be? Should it be like put to death? You, uh, no, worse than that. You got to stay there. Oh, yeah. God. Put yeah. me to death. America's armpit. Jeez. Anyway, Ryan, for our bed, we're going to be going to Ohio, to Cleveland. Woof. And we're going to discuss... What's that smell? We're going <laughs> to... Cleveland. Cleveland, man. We're going to discuss a cold-blooded criminal. 28-year-old... LeBron James. Get on the nose, bro. I hate him. 28-year-old Kenta Settles. Kenta Settles, okay. This menace. His name is also a sentence. It is. Yeah, it I is. I love that. I love that. This menace to society was arrested on January 23rd. What did he do? It took four, Ryan, four heroes 
to bring him down. And let me tell you, they didn't have an easy time of it. Officer Michael Malik received a broken nose for his very valiant effort. His crime, Ryan, Mr. Settle's crime. Right. Do you want to know what this piece of garbage dirtbag did? I feel like it's going to be something not that bad. He was casually walking down the sidewalk, Ryan. Uh, I mean, what what was he thinking? Uh, he was just real menace to society, well, as I said. Real, real delinquent. He got his comeuppance. Exactly. Yep. He was arrested... And seven days later, Settles, who is diagnosed with bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, those crazy people, get him out of here. Are they still calling it bipolar? Uh, yeah, still calling it bipolar. I don't think they're calling it bipolar or schizophrenia. Well, that's what it said in the article that I stole this from off of Cleveland.com. Is that please, okay with you? Please, you're doing a great job with your bibliography. Was indicted on charges of felonious assault on a peace officer and obstructing official business and subsequently jailed on a $250,000 bond. Okay. Two weeks after the incident, the four police officers were cleared of any wrongdoing. He has been in jail for five months. So he's still okay. He's alive. Oh, okay. However, earlier this week, the officer's body cam footage was released and Ryan, I'm sure you will be shocked to learn that in the video, it shows the officers approach Settles and within seconds Tickle him? Arrest him oh. without ever telling him why. Oh, isn't that illegal? That is very illegal. Oh. Miranda, get in there. When he puts his hands on the car, because they just tell him to stop walking. Yeah. Stop walking, come over here with us. Well, there are parts of the country where walking is against the law, Tyler. If your name's Jay. But they, nice. ask, they ask him to walk over, and he stops, and just, these four people are now are now calling you over for no reason. Yeah. Hey, come over here. So he obviously turns around. Hopefully he's not watching the news, because there's some shit going on. And just like, like, what? Any normal person's reaction? What? Yeah. He was arrested, and I bond everything I said. When he puts his hands on the car, he doesn't spread his feet fast enough, and by fast enough... I mean, literally, two seconds had passed. Literally, Please I'm using the word literally, literally. I know. Literally, two seconds had but passed. But could you literally say it differently? Because I'm literally going to punch your glasses Settles, <laughs> Settles is subsequently tackled to the ground. Aye, aye, and aye. within a few seconds of that, one of the officers pulls out his taser mm. and fires from inches away into Settles' lower back. Mm. Now... It is an obvious natural reaction. You so have two men. Poop, poop your pants. Two men. Oh, for sure. oh yeah. dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. I would have walked into that situation yeah. with my pants pooped. I always do just to make, if, if I don't have time, I want them to be pre-pooped. Pre-pooped. Yeah. Duh. Man, you stole my terminology sorry, from sorry, me. Sorry, sorry, So he obviously reaches around behind him to grab the metal rods now sticking out of his lower back and electrocuting him. And in Terrible the, for your lumbar. In the process, smacks one of the officers in the face. That's like you and Michael wrestling in Costa Rica. It's just terrible placement. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to have to get, uh, give people that story in the future. Not now, though. We're in the middle of an important conversation. You don't deserve it. Now, while he is on the ground in the fetal position with his hands now protecting his head, the cops continue to rain down blows and kicks all the while, and I don't mean to laugh at the situation, I mean to laugh at this next part, all the while while raining down blows on this guy, 
screaming for him to put his hands behind his back. Like somebody is punching you in the yeah. head. I can and, do it. And you're, you're, you have your hands I protecting do you. Do you remember when uh, Matt Barnes went to go throw the ball at Kobe Bryant and Kobe never moved? Didn't he, flinch. He, I, that's how I, I assume I would be in that situation. Of course. While they're punching me, I would be following their every word. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, I trust you. I trust you. So... When he is handcuffed and beat to the ever-living hell, he begins to cry. A few of the officers begin to mock and belittle him. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Although, it is, I have to uh, say that one man off camera who was later identified as the officer's superior can be heard telling the other officers who are doing the mocking, hey, back off. Yeah. So at least there's one voice of reason yeah. in, in this. Thank goodness. All told, the charges levied against Settles could have resulted in up to 24 years in prison. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the police chief retired immediately after the video was released. And that wasn't the superior in the video. No, 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 no. Okay. It was just the superior. This is the police chief of the entire Top, precinct. Yeah, yeah. Retired. Isn't it pretty great that a person that was more than likely active in helping to cover up this whole thing... Uh, and protect these psychopaths, get to ride yeah. off in the sunset with benefits yeah. and probably accolades. He's going to move to Argentina like uh, like, like 1951. All the Nazis. Yeah, exactly. Now, and now I think I missed it on the beginning of this where he was in, I did. He was in jail for five months and the officer's body cam footage was final, finally released earlier this week. And? And it obviously shows... What that, happened? That it that it um, escalated. Nothing. What the officer said was true. Yeah. They said that he was raining down blows on them, and they were protecting themselves. Yeah, yeah. And so it just it's a whole thing, and it's just another case of of people who are supposed to protect us harassing people. Yeah, absolutely. And and we have a very and I also wanted to use this story because this we have a very big issue with mental illness, not just in this country but in this world. Yeah. And so I think that the people who protect and serve should have some semblance of de-escalation training. So when they come, come upon aggressive people who very well could have a mental disorder, they know how to wind down the situation instead of immediately tackling this person to the ground and beating the shit out of them. Well, don't you think that a lot of people, and, and I don't want to cast dispersions on the whole deal because I believe, much like the rioters, there's a lot of really good cops out there. Who Absolutely. Are, and, and I know you're not saying otherwise. Absolutely. I, I just want to make sure that we're on record of saying, I'm sure there's a lot of, I, I, I imagine, I pray. The majority. I, I pray that there's 95% good cops out there. Yeah, the majority. How would we know? The How would we know? The majority, I would think, are just normal people trying to do their trying to do their jobs, you but know? Wouldn't you say that just the nature of this job in and of itself attracts people who want to have extreme power? Absolutely. There's a lot of bullies in the police force. That's a problem. I'm sure there's a lot of bullies in every occupation, but the problem is you don't get a fucking magic wand. The, the thing is, and, and, and I'm going to go into my interest story next. If anybody has ever dealt with a housing association, yep. you know how people react with even a modicum of power. A lot of those people are former cops. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They just, yeah. And now you, now you give these people a gun and, and say, hey, go, you know, go uh, shoot a taser into someone's lower back. Go do something. Yeah. And, and that something is harass yeah. people. So, you know, to all the good cops out there, we love you. 
to all the pieces of shit out there who abuse their power and their position. I still love you because I don't want none of those problems. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Hey, hurrah to all the people who have the power and use it the right way, man. To that guy in the video who said, hey, guys, back off. Hurrah to fuck you, sir. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. We're trying to shoot a movie here, bro. We <laughs> I mean, let's go. This guy's ad-libbing out here. Cut. We got to do the whole God thing again. damn it. Pull those things out of your back. Can we get makeup in here? We got to do it again. That's it, sir. Get back down on the floor. So, thankfully, Mr. Settles has been released. All charges have been dropped, obviously. And uh, They I, settles out of court. I think... My hands are sweaty. Let's go... <laughs> Sorry. Let's go to our interesting... The eye... You want to go to interesting, Ryan? Let's get it, girl. Ryan. Yeah. In India, a crater lake that is up to 50,000 years old just mysteriously turned pink. And nobody knows why. At what, uh, when did this happen? Recently, like within That's, the last uh, week. It's some sort of bacteria, right? I've, I've read about this around the world. Absolutely. There are... Now, this is a crater lake in India. Okay, now, a crater lake, what happened to the thing that made the crater? I, I Forgive me no, about no, that. No, no, okay. no, no. And that's perfect because that's what I'm getting very into. very interesting. A crater lake in India that formed when a meteorite slammed into Earth about 35 to 50,000 uh, years ago. You almost now, said light years. You almost said light years. fucking nerd. Now, uh, satellite photos from NASA show the lake on May 25th still sporting its green hue before a second image from June 10th, just a week or so ago, shows that it is totally changed to pink. Now, what kind of pink are we talking about? Are it, we talking about your walls? Are we talking about Pepto-Bismol? It's, it's a Pepto-Bismol wow. color. Now, there is, as you said earlier, there is a, a, a lake, there are lakes throughout the world that have the same thing. There's one, a very famous one in Australia, yeah. which is a huge lake, and it's purely pink. Now, I read on here, that that is due to microorganisms right. in the lake right. that have a pink hue. Right. That is not the case for this thing. And as far as they know, the Australia lake has been pink as as long as they can uh, as long as they can determine it has been pink. This one changed over a few days. Yeah. I wonder if it's a, like a fissure in the in the bottom and something is coming up through the bottom that they don't know. They don't know. They say the the I've diagnosed the, it. The salinity. Am, am I saying that right? Yeah, you got it. Awesome. Salinity in the lake has increased the as, amount of salt. as water level has gone down drastically this year and it has become warmer too, resulting in overgrowth of algae. Yeah, there you go. So, so, so local experts are still trying to figure it out, but they know that it is not the microorganisms like you found in Australia. Nature, you crazy. Nature, damn, nature, I, you crazy. I love nature. I love animal shows. I love all that stuff. I don't want to touch any of it. But I do love yeah, animals yeah. from far, far away. And just one final tidbit before we end this week's GBI, I just uh, want to throw in one little fact that the NASA says here that it was formed, the lake was formed 35 to 50,000 years ago. Lonar Lake is the only fresh impact structure in basalt on Earth, making an important analog. So this is a something that was struck, a meteor struck the Earth back in 1970s. Crazy. Or 1970s. Back 50,000 years ago. Which was the 70s if I'm, the Dark Ages. Dark Ages, yeah, exactly. Right, right. And so, and just the way that they can determine, and I'm not going to get into all of it. Please the, don't. The way that they can determine yeah. how that it was actually a meteor that struck and it wasn't created by like a, 
volcano. Right. I love I love science, even though I don't get any of it. Yeah, it's no, awesome. It, no, all this stuff, all this stuff. The planet is amazing, man. And uh, you know, support Pope Francis and take care of it. Let's kill it. Let's get. Well, I mean, we are. Don't you worry about that. I mean, who else is gonna create 255 page manuals if we don't destroy the Earth, Ryan? 25 page manuals. And that was good, bad, and the interesting. That was great, Tyler. I love the GBI. It's really picking up steam. You like it better than the news segment? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think the addition of the interesting uh, column really helps me out because then I just get to talk about things that aren't negative because it replaced the ugly. We are, uh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about in reference to the good, yeah, bad, I mean, and the ugly. You segment. can really do anything that you want with it. I, yeah. I do love the, the window dressing of the music, though. I, I just don't. Yeah. Your whole draw to that entire segment is just the music. I it's, love the It's music. certainly not to listen to me talk. I wish you would be quiet so I could hear it better, Tyler. Okay, now we're we're here. We're on the last lap here. We're we're coming around the bend, and I'm gonna hit you with one more psychopath question. Okay, hit me. Now this has supposedly some science to it, but I read over it, and I'm I'm not totally buying it. But it's just interesting. Okay, okay, and and everybody at home can do this too, and I'll explain it when we get to the end. Imagine that you are walking in a forest, and it's late at night. It's extremely dark. You feel that there is something behind your back. There's something gaining on you. Oh, something's chasing me. Uh, no, you're, you're, you're walking and you just feel something behind you, okay? Like a presence. Yes, exactly oh, right. Okay. So you, you get scared and you turn around quickly. What do you see? Do you see A, the opposite sex, B, nothing, C, a ghost, D, a wild animal, or E, a dog? I will say uh, a wild animal. Okay, you see a wild animal. Mm. Okay. Now, this is the way that it works. I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible. The opposite sex. Okay, now, this is... Let's say you're talking to a woman. You're feeling scared. I will tell you this. I would say if, and I don't know how you'd quantify this, I would say 90% of women's fears when they're out in parking lots or in a dark forest is going to be the opposite sex. Oh, I would say 99.9%. .9 so that's not that unusual that that would be a source of somebody's fear. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so then you have B, nothing. This answer is also quote unquote normal and kind of logical. It's dark. You're in a forest. There are a lot of trees blocking your field of view and that your th your fear may not be on based on any threat at all. So you turn around and it's nothing. You're just feeling scared. It's just your imagination run wild. You're exactly right. Okay. Now see a ghost. Now, whenever you tell a scary story or now whether ghosts are real or they're not real, a lot of people believe in it. And if you're telling a scary story, which it almost felt like I was, mm -hmm. a ghost kind of seems like a reasonable thing to turn around and be afraid of. Absolutely. Okay. D, a wild animal, which is what you chose. Mm -hmm. You yep. like run into a wild boar. Those things will gore you. They talk and they talk and they talk. It's a boar joke. Um, now... This is, like you said, now this one normally would, 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 there would be a follow-up question. Now, if they said a squirrel, then you're like, what the fuck is going, the idea is where your mind puts together bridges. A wild animal is something that would totally be normal to be afraid of. Absolutely. I would say probably, well, besides humans, the, the thing to most be afraid of. And that leaves us with a dog. Yeah. Here's, I'm, depending on the dog, those can be terrifying. Now, but here's the deal. This is why it's not a normal thinking pattern. Because 
Number one, dogs are domesticated. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't normally find a dog out in a forest. That's true. Yeah. Why is the dog not at home with its family? Why does this person associate an unknown presence with a dog? Honestly, out of all of those, that'd be the one that I would be most excited to see. People I'm far more fearful of than 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 a dog. And that is the point, is that you're making different connections. Now, where I also found to be really interesting is this. The textbook psychopath might also choose that answer because they think that dogs have positive associations, that a dog is fluffy and nice and non-threatening, and these are the associations that they think the other person wants from them. So they're manipulated. They're mani- Do you know what I'm saying? No, I absolutely. You're trying to manipulate the situation so that when you give the answer, it doesn't sound weird to the other person. But you don't really understand the question. Yeah, why would I be afraid of whatever? Why would a normal person even think of that? Mm-hmm. And another thing that I read in a different source was that do- that psychopaths prefer dogs as opposed to cats. You know why? Why? Because dogs are totally based on you. Cats don't need you. Cats are off living their own oh, lives. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. easy to bend a dog to your will. Hmm. And that is the psychopath test. Yeah, I've seen you bend dogs to your will. You're a tyrant. All the ones that I've been with love it rough. Fuck! <laughs> like sex, Tyler. Oh, come on! Tyler, what's the moral of the dog sex? Don't don't have sex with your dog. Uh, or any animal for that matter. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe. Uh, yeah, you guys, knock it off with, uh, the, with the animal sex. I mean. Cut it out. I, I think that's a fair stance for this show. To, I think that's one of the few stances we can be absolute about. Except in Tijuana, because those, those donkey show ladies need to make a living, dude. They got kids, you would assume, little half-asses running around. <laughs> A semicolon? Half-asses was pretty good, but man, I mean, just they're never going to let us into Thailand. I now. understand. I, I said Taiwan. Oh, wait. Tijuana? We can review. Wait, Tijuana. <laughs> I think Tijuana is famous for the donkey shows we can review. Oh, that's right. And it's Thailand. That's the Lady Boys. That's your own thing. Yeah, whatever. What's the moral of the story? Uh, we got to go to Thailand. Yeah, uh, we mor- do. Moral of the story is... Um, we could Bangkok. I, I'm going to... I'm going to do it again. Thanks a lot, buddy. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to just no. no. Yep, yep, you're right. I'm going to do it again and just say the moral of the story this week is nuance. Nuance, ladies and gentlemen, you can be against police brutality and for the police. It is a beautiful position to be in. Give it a shot. Like reverse cowboy. And cowboy. My moral. Of the, what? My moral of the story is uh I, I think by taking this test, and again, I know I'm being serious and I apologize to everybody out there. I, I, it really shows me how much I've changed. Tyler, you have your score. I do. And let's tell everybody what we got on our on our test here. Now, okay. like I said, I did mine for the way that I feel now and the way that I did before I started putting in work to change a little bit. So, Tyler, let me tell you, here is how this is scored, okay? A prototypical psychopath would receive... A maximum score of 40. Okay. While someone with absolutely no psychopathic traits or tendencies would receive a score of zero. Of course. Stands to reason. Yeah. A score of 30 or above qualifies a person for a diagnosis of psychopathy. Okay. People with no criminal backgrounds normally score around five. Many non-psychopathic criminal offenders score around 22. So 22 is not, 22 and up is not great. Okay. Okay. Where are you at? 20. 
20. Yeah. Okay, that's not that's good actually. Yeah, I'm just wondering if I was a little too kind for yeah, my for myself. I, I dude, I thought you were going to be in the 60s and I don't even think the math adds up on that. My old one where I and, and I'm trying to be I'm trying to be honest with myself. It's hard to be honest with these things because you have your own preconceived notions of how you were or how you are. Yes. And there's one that I gave myself two zeros on revocation of conditional release, which I Googled it and it has something to do with getting out of jail. I gave myself a zero. That was like a, that was like a freebie spot. That was like the middle of bingo. I just gave myself zeros. You, on that. you don't have a zero on anything else. No, I do, but I'm oh, saying because oh, I didn't, Jesus. because, because I didn't understand that I gave myself zero. So gotcha. All now, right. My old, my old self, maybe 10 years ago, I got a 31 Tyler. I got a 31. Okay. Yeah. And myself now I got a nine. Really? I, I really did. I really did. I wow. mean, I, I, I still gave myself glib and superficial charm. I still gave myself grandiose, grand, grandiose, grandiose, high self-esteem. Uh, you know, you're saying it wrong. Grandiose, grandiose estimation of self. Uh, but, you know, even I even gave myself a one for manipulative for being manipulative because I know I still do it sometimes on accident. I give you a zero for articulation. I am falling apart. <laughs> we need to wrap this thing up. So my moral of the story is Ryan, that what's the moral of the story? Life is going, dude. I you know what? It's so and you and I have talked about this a million times. It's so hard to grade yourself when you're in the middle of it. And you need to stop grading yourself on where you want to be. And you got to start grading yourself on where you used to be. You're doing great. If you're thinking about it, you're doing great. Tyler, you, I live with you. You're doing great, man. Thanks, I, buddy. I'm doing great. And I'm a psychopath and I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you're a 31. And just remember, everybody. <laughs> that's actually my waist size, too. So that's a win-win. That we love you, you pieces of shit. We certainly do. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you.